me this morning, I have Sharon Gieske, and she is from the rural New Ulm area. And she is talking something that's real close and personal to her heart, and that is brain injury, because March is National Brain Injury Awareness Month. Good morning, Sharon. Good morning, Karen, and thank you, K- KMSU, and for having me on to talk about brain injury. So <clears throat> let's talk about the significance of brain injury. How common is it? It is very common. I can read to you. I get emails from a guy named Robbie from the Brain Injury Association of America, and he sent an email, the brain injury facts and statistics in a PDF, and they also later sent me a lot of copies. So we, we're having a brain bash in St. Peter later in April, and I will be giving those papers out along with Hennepin County Medical Center's brain wheel and things to look for after you hit your head. Now, I'm encouraging other places to send me their information, and I'll distribute it at the Brain Bash. But I'll get back to the Brain Injury Association. They say that at least 2.8 million people sustain a TBI each year. Wow. And that's not counting the ones that never seek treatment. At least 5.3 million Americans live with a TBI-related disability. That's one in every 60 people. A TBI is short for traumatic brain injury and is caused by trauma to the brain from an external force. And now there's also more than 3.6 million that sustain an ABI or acquired brain injury. Now, what is that? Typical causes are electric shock, lack of oxygen, toxic exposure, infectious disease, overdose, trauma, and everybody knows about a stroke. Wow. And I don't know that a lot of people know that Minnesota Brangy Force provides free programs and services for stroke and brain injury survivors. I have programs for them. I don't know if you want to get into that. Well, so it's a state organization, the Minnesota... It is, it is not. Oh, it's not a state no, organization? No, no, Okay, no. it's called Minnesota Brain Injury Force. It, it was founded by two doctors and myself, and oh. I actually did the IRS, because I used to be an IRS tax volunteer, Okay. and I did taxes, you know, for area accountants, so I did the paperwork, and I had it checked by somebody, and I sent it away, and... Yeah, it's quite complicated to become a 501c3. Oh, I know, yeah. (laughs) But my first name was South Central Brain Support. Okay. Okay, that was going to call it that, right? Well, everybody thought I was from Texas. Oh, because you're South. Okay. (laughs) I thought, I got to put the name Minnesota so people know where I am, right? Okay. And, yes, I get phone calls from all over. I mean, Canada, all over in... Minnesota, all over in the United States, I get emails from even people in Puerto Rico. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So it's, you know, when you have a website, it's pretty easy to get in contact with you. And I got some great surprise because somebody was in dire need, really excited recently because something was happening to her brain-injured veteran brother, and she needed some advice. And... uh, she googled and they found us right away (laughs) and uh she said 
Thank you so much for answering at 6.47 p.m. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I, I get phone calls about any time of the day. And if I'm a, in the in the office, fine. But, you know, I do have an office in the home, so that makes a difference. And But it's under the Minnesota Brain Injury Force, Inc. Is that what it, that, that's what you can right. Google? Yep. Okay. Yep, you can Google that and you'll get my phone number more than likely, our website. So what other sorts of services then do you do? You provide lots of information, Sharon, and, and can you talk a little bit about that And other than being a resource? Is that the main thing that you... Right, right, right. And and I also you know, have the programs and I also made this ABC challenges that come with brain injury. I am going to be handing that out. And that has made people realize, oh... Now they understand the, the survivor a little better. Well, you know, we've talked about this before. My sister is a traumatic brain injury survivor, and she goes back and she she thinks there's been new, was numerous times when she had some sort of a, a head injury, but it was like one real serious one that they, and they do add up, they say, when you get hit, <laughs> bumped on the head and things, that it can become even more serious. And to this day, she still has to undergo therapy, eye therapy. She has to wear sunglasses wherever she goes. She had to actually retire early, early because her job as a librarian, she was on screens all the time, so she can't, you know, stand, uh, fluorescent lights or the screens, uh, right. computers, things like that. So uh, she was very young and had to basically give up her job, her income, and go on disability. So it's very, very um, debilitating for many. And in her case, she was out at Mount Cato, and we were, the boys, my sons were tubing, and she was helping them up to help them up the hill, and she slipped on the ice and cracked the back of her head. And so that is what, then she looked back, it was uh, maybe a number of, um, hits to the the brain that kind of added up to make her this severe. That's interesting you say that because I got an email from Dr. Amen who I recommend a lot of people look at his website and he'll email you back and he said you don't have to hit your head to suffer a brain injury and like in my case when I was a child I was slapped really hard by a doctor oh and I can recall seeing stars and, you know, they just thought, well, this is just how it happens when you get slapped in the face and your head moves so fast. And after that, too, I had problems that day walking, mm. you know, but your brain has a God made it so that it can heal. But, you know, it maybe won't heal back to what it was. It's true. And now, so what caused your brain injury? Because you do suffer from TBI. Right, right. I was walking in a crosswalk in New Ulm. I was going to start a nonprofit, believe it or not, to help students on school buses and put cameras on them so they wouldn't be abused. And mm -hmm. I was going to start it so that if any poor person needed an extra book or anything, they they could go into this foundation. You know, this I was going to make it a nonprofit and and you know collect something and and be helped with anything they needed, school supplies. Well, I got stopped. Uh, I was almost safe. I'd had maybe a couple more feet, and I was hit by a van. Oh my goodness! So, uh, yeah. But how you know, many years ago was that, Sharon? De December first, nineteen ninety-five. And <laughs> so, what happened then? Were you um, uh, uh, knocked unconscious? Were you? Did you go to the hospital or? Right, right. I went to the New Ulm Hospital. Right, right. And that's a whole other story. But, <laughs> anyways, and most times when you, something like that happens. Uh, 
you know, they, they kick you out of the hospital, and then I went home and I hemorrhaged. My brain hemorrhaged. Oh. And that's a scary thing. And, and then not just that, I had, later on they found that I had a cervical cord contusion, and they still sent me home. So, oh, wow. yeah, it, and it's it was uh, not fun with the cervical cord contusion. And, and as you get older, things like that uh, start flaring up again. I, I always have neck issues, and recently is worse again. And it's like, but thankfully I have a great chiropractor that gives me some neck exercises. And he helps my neck. So I encourage people for that. But anyways, I'll share the programs that we have. Yeah. The Brain Bash. Now, you know, for the last two years, it was kind of on hold. But I did have some at St. Peter Jake's, I think in... The Jake's Pizza. Yeah, Jake's Pizza in St. Peter, I think in 2021. But, you know, the turnout was very low. But well, with with COVID, and things are now loosening up, and I see your next Brain Bash will be April 30th, which is a Saturday from 2 to 6 p.m. in the Jake's Pizza of St. Peter. And so what, what will uh, happen during that Brain Bash? And, and everybody's welcome, correct? Everybody. Well, and I chose a Saturday because this is not a fundraiser, by all means. Oh, it's just for people to come and learn more yeah, and well, share their stories? What happened is I think I called your radio station in 20 and 20. One, uh, because I needed uh, some semi to pick up uh, feed the children donation that they uh, donated, mm-hmm. and what happened is, Noam KNUJ, the secretary, she had said, "Oh, I'm just the secretary. What do I know?" And I said, "You know a lot, because mm-hmm. you know." Oh yeah. And and she said, "Well, aren't you called DNA Trucking?" And so. Here's the phone number. I called them up, and they said, yes, we'll pick up the Feed the Children donations. And they did twice in Plymouth, Minnesota. So that is one of my main reasons for having a brain bash. I want to get rid of those donations and not store them anymore. Oh, what kind of donations are you talking about? Oh, there's appetizer sets. There's red body bags. Body bags. Yeah. So uh, one of the guys that was helping us said, I got to wait here and see what's in that box. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, a, it's just a lady's purse. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was getting worried for a moment that there was something morbid coming up here. <laughs> and, and there, you know, no, and then there might also be, I might find together some uh, post-it notes, things like that, note, little notebooks that people can use, and I'll have pens and pencils. And so the Brain Bash is to bring people together to share their stories of courage and hope, and then you're going to have some nice giveaways, it sounds like. Right, and I, I got to make sure I get more information on the, on eating right, because I do I am going to share the the brain tips, the okay. brain diet tips, yeah. and because a lot of people who have a brain injury, actually their hormones go whack. Oh. It's very... Very, very common. So what and kind of things would a diet be? Is there any rules that, that make sense that the people would understand? Well, not the American standard diet. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry if I get into trouble for saying that, but this is how I've been eating, and this is how doctors on that I talk to and email me say to eat. It's to have actually, like the other day I tried to find... Uh, a yogurt that has more fat in it mm-hmm. because your brain likes fat and believe it or not and it actually helps keep you satisfied longer if you have a little fat and uh like doctor one of the doctors i listened to he talks about hamburger 
grass-fed hamburger. And I think more and more people will start, you know, like we have two steers right now that we're raising that are grass-fed. We have chickens that we raise, and and they are grass-fed mm-hmm. with uh, hay and alfalfa, whatever we whatever my husband throws to him. So it's eating that kind of things and, and eggs, like I said, and if you can find good eggs and good beef and fish is always good. Taking supplements is always good. And, you know, I'll go into that at the brain bash, mm-hmm. but also like blueberries are great. The and, antioxidants and yes, things like and, that. And if you have diabetes, you got to watch that your insulin does not raise, that your mm-hmm. blood sugars do not raise. And you got to you know, a carb is 15 minutes away from being sugar in right. your body. And that's one of the things my sister has adopted, a very, very low-carb diet with including fat. And she's because she's got the traumatic brain injury, it's also it's also helped her lose weight, which is not a bad thing either. Right. But, right. you know, people think, well, it's fat. It's, you're, and that's not the case necessarily if you're watching your carbs and your sugars and things. So she has had to do that as well. And so th- right. that makes sense. And and there's a lot of good things out on YouTube about healthy, like using almond flour or, you know, instead of the regular flour and 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 getting the, I've actually made a treat for KNUJ Radio. <laughs> and I said, you know, these fat bombs do not raise your blood sugars. And they said, what? And I says, I had a survivor help me, you know, in our office. And she was crashing because... She takes insulin and drugs for diabetes, and uh, she had a fat bomb, and it didn't do anything to her. So I had a I had an experiment done. So, <laughs> but anyways, I, I'll also share the other things we do. Uh, oh, I'll maybe have thirty thing thirty seven things that hurt the brain. Now you can find that on Doctor Amen. Amen and is it, that a. M- Just like Amen, like Amen, Hallelujah. Yep. Okay, yep. gotcha, Doctor Amen. And it's he's a guy, a doctor that sends me a lot of different information in email. So I really appreciate that he does that, and I can copy it off, you know. So mm-hmm. that's what I do, and you know, ink and paper and a printer all costs money. So, and then I'll be giving out, you know, the things from Hennepin Healthcare, the things to look for after you hit your head and the brain wheels. You know, a lot of times we think about kids getting concussions and that sort of thing, but I, I think it's, you know, and of course that is really important. And I, I was looking at some of the information and one of the big things is wear helmets for whatever activity. And that's one important thing. But I think adults obviously are very likely to get brain injuries because falls get more common as you're older. Right, right. And 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 some people, like I know, had brain injuries when I used to have meetings down here. Uh, every month, but I no longer do that. Uh, this guy had quite a few brain injuries and two bicycles, you know, accidents falling mm. down. So uh, you can have quite a few brain injuries. And, and and the thing is now what's happening is people are getting older and they're getting diabetic and you can lose brain cells by being diabetic. Mm-hmm. And most people don't understand that. And it, it's, you know, you're stepping into having Alzheimer's. So people need to look at packages, what's in that package of food that you're buying. And I am really desperately, I shouldn't say desperately, that's not the right word. I am really, really allergic to maltodextrin. You, you have to also look at what's the 
And that's often in many foods. Yes, right, right. And they don't need to put it in there, but they do. And even it's in some vitamins. So you have to be careful and read the, you know, and the problem is I'd like the government to get involved and because sometimes they can, manufacturers, any kind of manufacturer can put in an ingredient that's bad for you and not label it on there because it's under a certain percentage. And I think someone somewhere needs to step up and change their food industry. Well, I agree with you because I have a celiac disease, and if there's even just a touch of any kind of gluten, I get very sick. And it includes in in yeah. makeup, in medicines, and all those things. It's very, very, can be very detrimental. So I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> right, right. And then sleep. Sleep is very important for a brain injury survivor, and not just that, for people who are diabetic, because it can raise your your blood sugars if you're not sleeping. But getting back to our programs, we have brain injury grants where uh, we have a fundraiser and the, and we're having one in in May okay. 16th in Redwood Falls Pizza Ranch. A brain injured veteran is going to benefit from that fundraiser that day. And I'll also have a brain bash in a sense where I'll have items for people, you know, that help that are volunteers or survivors. They get to pick out a free item through the giving program, which we also have, where we get, you know, different items in the past, and I give them away to survivors. We have the Pet Power Program, which, you know, we're always looking for uh, gift cards to give to survivors so that they can buy pet food and supplies. Mm -hmm. The Survivor Garden, there's a few of survivors who work in a garden, and we share the produce. Where's that at? Right behind my house. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> in fact, uh, Thrivent, we were glad for them because they get, we asked them for seed money, which is a project anybody can do through mm-hmm. Thrivent. And my husband was able to put together raised gardens. So That's I what I ha- do, yep. <laughs> yeah, so I don't have to bend. But you have to water it a lot. But um, And, the, and then... Uh, the Care Share program is for people who really d- want some extra income, and what they do is they get a donation and they get 20%, but they have to work with me and they have to work with someone else, like their loved one. So, but how many people do you serve? Do you have any numbers at all, like on a regular basis? Well, now with no events, I, I wasn't out there, but I still. You know, I met people in Mankato where they picked up some produce from the Survivor mm-hmm. Garden. And, you know, they're pretty, what should I say, this uh, COVID has scared them. Oh, right. Anybody I mean, that's got it, anything, it, yeah, health it, issues. It didn't scare me much because, as you can see, I, I've been out and about to get all these donors. So Sure. And sometimes you have to go bl- back to, like, Target five times because, you know, COVID, a lot of people were not working and so you'd go back and ask again. Well, especially when they've got corporate <laughs> offices and they have to go through the hoops. I think that's a part of it too. Right, right. So, but no, I I was out and about the last 2 years a lot and I just try to keep my immune system strong in right. different ways. Very important for anybody, yep. but if yep. you've got some other thing something else going on, so so important. How was your recovery after you had that injury when you were hit by the car and, and were in the hospital. I mean, my sister, like I said, it's been quite a few years now, and she still undergoes the therapy and, and things, and it still has issues 
every day. And I mean, I, I assume you still probably deal with some of those things, or do you s- still? Well, uh, you have to remember, uh, it, it, your sister suffered hers after mine, and mine is 1995. Sure. And I was actually told by a Mayo Clinic doctor to go home and live with it. Really? Yeah. Now, now if, if doctors did that now, I don't think people would like that too much. No. But no, I, and eventually I found a support group in Mankato that helped me realize I was not alone because I, I was wondering why am I feeling like this? Like I'm, my, I had a headache for yep. maybe two years. And fatigue, <laughs> fatigue, I bet. Yes, yep. extreme. Well, you see that on my my ABCs of brain injury. Yes. Because if people complain about fatigue, they suffering a brain injury, there's nothing like it. And and I think it has a lot to do with hormones too mm-hmm. that get whacked and, and get, you know, are not working proper. But yeah, so not everybody, uh, everybody gets, how should I say, every brain injury is different. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't stand looking at a Christmas tree with the flashing lights. Right. It, it made me start having like seizures. My sister can't hardly go anywhere. I mean, without her dark glasses. And right. I mean, and if right. she's exposed to too much light or too much stimulation, she has to go rest. I mean, absolutely. She, so much more than, I mean, she it, used to be so active. It, and I suppose that lasted about 15 years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And, and then what happened is. Oh, I, I don't know what year. Um, but my husband said, Sharon, why are you moping around all the time, being depressed? You know, drugs didn't help me. Right. <laughs> they didn't, I couldn't sleep. I mean, mm-hmm. a doctor once told my husband, he was a funny doctor. He really was. <laughs> okay. He, he told my husband, he always would talk, call us boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, my. <laughs> and he knew darn well we were married. But he would say, he said one day, go home and hit her over the head with a hammer. Oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> because he said, I can't find any drug that will help her sleep. Yeah. And, right. and and as far as depression, all they made me feel is worse yeah. when I took drugs for depression. And I don't think I was really depressed. It's just when you don't sleep, you don't feel good. And finally, my husband said, just go out and help people. You know what you know. You've been through what you've been through. And and share, you know, and, and help people that have suffered a brain injury. And so I started support groups in New Ulm. And after a while, I had them in St. James and Hutchinson and Mankato. But I'm only one person. Right. Do you have other people that volunteer and help? Uh, not too many. I need lots more. Okay. <coughs> I have a board of directors and... Uh, one of them, Sarah, helps make the posters, and I used to have people that came to the office to help, but they're suffering some you know, physical problems to themselves, mm-hmm. so I don't, but um, I wish, I, I would had hoped, you know, when I started Minnesota Branch Force, that I'd have more support financially and mm-hmm. help helpers, because I really believe, you know, there's there's like the hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could have had the money to buy that. Right, right. And help people and, and put it in some, you know, chiropractor's office or a physician's office. And then there's also the healthy wave mat that I've tried. I can't take drugs anymore because my liver, with all the drugs oh, I took sure. for pain. Uh, What's a healthy wave mat? It, it's actually PMF 
therapy. And I'll leave it here for okay. you to show it to your sister. Yeah, absolutely. And they're being generous. They're saying if anybody mentions Minnesota Brain Injury Force, they will give them a discount on their Healthy Wave. Okay. And there's some doctors talking on YouTube about red light therapy, and that has red light therapy. Okay, well, the, so there are some, some things. Sharon, are there any support groups active right now that people can go? Where can they go? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of, my, one of the people that I helped many years ago that came to the Nuom group, she said, Sharon, we can't give up. I want to have support group meetings in Fairfax. Oh. So that's where she lives, and she has them once a month. Rain or shine, snow, sleet. <laughs> she kind of talks to the members and decides to cancel it or not. Yeah. And she's on the fourth Tuesday of the month. And if anybody's interested in traveling that far, you know, they can call me because I'll know if she's having a meeting or not. Let's let's give a number or how can people contact you to learn more about brain injury information? 507-228-8161. And then they can go to a website? Yep. Yes, they can. And that's www.mn for Minnesota, B for brain, I for injury, and F for force.com. And do you have a Facebook too? Yes. Actually, what happened is my youngest daughter made the website, Mm -hmm. and she controls that. And my oldest daughter uh, manages Facebook. Oh, okay. Wonderful. And I don't have time for all that (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Well, can I share where the donations from Feed the Children went? Sure. Okay. Uh, Now, New Ulm. St. Paul's Lutheran School received 36 new blue student chairs. You know, they were small chairs. Right. And it's kind of funny, but they needed them at the time. And that's their school color is blue. And St. Paul's Lutheran Church, where we used to provide meetings, they got received items too. MVL, Minnesota Valley Lutheran High School, received electric stapler and cleaning supplies and they had donated office equipment used office equipment so they helped with our mission and henderson healing hub in henderson had organized a chance to dance fundraiser and they received items the mankato peace lutheran church and school were given numerous items because we used to have survivor meetings there okay and then in New Ulm, George's Fine Steak used to provide Break Your Fast fundraisers to support survivors, so he received quite a few. In Redwood Falls, a clinic received feed items, and uh, they donated different things up there in Redwood Falls. Richard, who's a brain-injured veteran, and his wife, Adoya, they received a lot because they help at the Minnesota Branch Force office. They also solicitate for funds for Minnesota Branch Force. And Marsha is and her husband volunteer at the office, and they also su- have a support meeting in Hutchinson, and that is on hold right now. Okay. Ramona, a stroke and TBI survivor, she once managed the Mankato meetings, and she also assisted us in different different ways. Her and her brother and daughter have TBIs, and they all have helped. Okay. At different things. And 57 other volunteers and survivors who assisted MinBIF throughout the years received numerous items. And now in 20 and 22, we will continue to share the Feed the Children items with various survivors 
and I listed all the different towns, but I did forget. There's even some I assist in St. Cloud, so uh, you can see all the different towns. So I do travel, no? And uh, recently in February, I went to someone, a, a group meeting who wanted to know more about what I do, and so I shared what I do. Well, Sharon, we are out of time, but I want to thank you. We've been chatting with Sharon Gieske from over by Rural New Ulm, who is in charge of the Minnesota, Minnesota Brain, Injury Force. Brain Injury Force. There we go. And they're having an event coming up on April 30th. So we're not quite in April yet, but it's just one month away on a Saturday from 2 to 6 p.m. at Jake's Pizza in St. Peter. It's called the Brain Bash. It's an opportunity for survivors to share their stories of courage and hope. And also they'll be giving out some, some nice gifts and things and uh, door prizes, etc. And if you need more information, please go to www.mnbif.com, Minnesota Brain Injury Force. Sharon, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and I wish you all the best. Thank you, and same to you, and God bless.